it's a pleasure to have him on the show, despite the fact, as I mentioned just a few minutes ago, that you did your best to lose his son. I did not, Gilly. In a, in a crowd not. of 50-odd thousand. <laughs> did you find oh, him? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. No, nah, mate. Oh, Paddy, I think that's a bit harsh. Uh, <laughs> was on... He was on great parent watch, good babysitting duties, and <laughs> delivered the said package beautifully down in the on air. But uh, how are you, gentlemen? Good to chat. Yeah. And, uh, well, that was an extraordinary evening, that one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was pretty, good. Uh, it was good. It was a good game really? of cricket. Uh, and, you know, yeah. Brisbane fluffed a couple of their lines in there. You know, might have been a bit yeah. different, but, uh, but it was a good effort, good last week. Yeah, it, it, you're spot on. I think, um, I think if you played a few scenarios again, the result might go a bit of a different way. But, um, yeah, it culmination of what was a, a good revival for the competition, I thought. Yeah. Um, crowds, viewership on TV, uh, standard of cricket in in general. Um, so, yeah, it was well done, Cricket Australia. I think we we beat them up a fair bit, but they, they did listen at the end of last year's Big Bash and they took a few things on board from, from various uh, sects of feedback and... Well done, yeah. Yeah, okay. Gilly, Hills has said now, now that this transition is not going to be easy. Coming from Big Bash and the wickets they face there, and the bulk of them have got to go straight to India. And, and what do we, you know? What are we going to expect in Nagpur on Thursday? You're certainly not going to expect what they saw at Optus Stadium or the Gabba, <laughs> or maybe, maybe a bit of Sydney. That 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 game that the. The Heat won the uh, little heist in Sydney the other night when um, <laughs> when Michael Neeser took them down. But uh, but those guys weren't there anyway, were they? The, the Indian players. Um, it's uh, going to be tough. Yeah, it's. But uh, look, I, I think they they adjust pretty well. These guys, they know that they skip around different tournaments, different places. Uh, probably a little bit more regularly than what certainly what we used to do. Um, but it, it's just going to be tough. Tough um, challenge, there's no doubt about it. I was just reflecting on it this morning and um, and just how unpredictable it is and how exciting it is. And so many summers in Australia in for a long time in test cricket, we've almost known the result before the first ball, even bowled. Yes. Uh, this summer's test cricket was exciting and entertaining, but it wasn't it wasn't a, a real contest, was it? So um, that's the beauty of this this uh, series that's about to start, we do not know which way it's going to go uh, each day, let alone the, the, each test or, or the series. I, I don't think there's a, there's a nation that tours well these days, Gilly. Um, are you happy to trust? I am. Are you happy to trust Andrew McDonald's requested preparation for this one? Or do you think they could have done something differently before the first test? Now, mate, I'm completely comfortable with, in entrusting the the group that's there, they know themselves. They know what they've been through. They know the schedule they've had and have had to live it. Well, you know, we can observe and and uh, and heals. That's you know, without dragging it back to to our time, that was one of the frustrations, wasn't it? When you were a player, um, outside observation and perception was very different to what the reality of living mm-hmm. the the lifestyle and the and the schedule and the challenges of flights and so on and. Um, so they know it, um, and I think they're a really experienced enough group to, to know what preparation they need. I think you've got to trust their judgment on yes. that too. And um, you know, our great mate John Buchanan in in 2004 proposed it, and then we very uh, gleefully accepted um, canning a tour match in between the second and third tests. Uh, we had a 10-day break, and in fact, some of the boys flew to the Maldives. I flew to Singapore to catch up with Mel and our newborn daughter, and um, it just refreshed the whole thing. 
So little examples like that where you've got to take on board the uh, experience of the people involved and just say, okay, well, that, if that's what you think is the right thing to do, you've got to, got to trust it. Yeah. We're going to have hurdles. We know no Stark, no Hazelwood, no Green bowling uh, as we look at it at this stage. And Heels has been saying, Gilly, all the way through, no Stark is going to be vital for Lyon because of the scuff marks that he leaves yep. on, on the wicket. So there are ramifications of, of three of our regular, you know, first 11 players unable to bowl. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point. Nathan Lyon's uh, greatest uh, ally has been Mitchell Clark for, yeah. for most of his career. So, and uh, for those uh, obvious reasons of footmarks and getting it into the right spot. So, um, yeah, that's a, that's a challenge. But I, I think, you know, if it's Boland's coming in, he's, I think he's going to be really well suited to the, the setup there with that just miserly nagging line and length attack the stumps. He hits pads, he hits stumps. Um, with the right set field and the right, um, you know, approach by way of not necessarily being too aggressive in your mind in chasing a wicket, but, uh, you know, that defensive mindset is what then leads to an offensive um, attack, if you like, with the right field setting. So, and I think Pat um, Pat knows that very well. I've, I've been really impressed with his leadership of that team. And I think, um, so between Cummins' skill, Boland's skill, Nathan Lyon, and then whether they, you know, they're going to go with, I suppose, Lance Morris if they think that they need another quick, but um, or the the other spinning options of which they've got a few there, haven't they? So um, it, it's a it's a loss, a big loss, Mitchell Stark. But you know, you look on the other side of the fence, and that's what makes it intriguing too. The no Rishabh Pant, no Jasprit Bumrah. Mm. They're a couple of key players for that Indian lineup, so it, it probably all balances out a little bit. Uh, who do you bat at six, Gilly? Um, it, it, does Cam Green keep his spot without too, any bowling or not too much bowling? And what's important over there to win, being such a successful captain as you were? Uh <laughs> that's a nice wrap here. The captain's three games. You know. <laughs> Undefeated, one, mate. One, one washout, and, uh, <laughs> and it was a massive team effort for about five years building up to that. So, um, but mind you, Ricky did come back for the fourth, and we got crunched. So exactly. I'll claim it. But um, um, I think such is the way of this psyche of the, the selectors and the team. I think they'll start with Green at six. Um, mm. I think they'll trust and show faith that sure, you know, surely he's fully fit um, to bat and and have not, not be hindered by that finger injury at all. Um, I think that's the nature of this group. They're pretty um, trusting of each other and 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 really keen to back each other in every situation. So, and the way he played in Sri Lanka, I think he sort of it almost looks like Greeny develops every before our very eyes every time he plays a game of cricket because he okay. came in pretty young and raw and I reckon I reckon the um, steps forward he took in Sri Lanka they'll be hoping that he can keep that progress going so I, I think he or if not him I'd, I'd be really keen to see Matt Renshaw get into that lineup somewhere I, I think he's well and truly ready to play again and, and I think he could do it in Australia or India or England I think he's got a really rounded skill set of um, in, in his toolkit. So that I think they'll start with Green. Um, what do you got to do? Just just be patient. Just just try to not let, as you remember, he'll not let everything off the field get um, overbearing and 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 all encompassing. Find a way to have your own little bit of space. <laughs> if it's the respite of your home, your, your your hotel room, or 
but they've got team rooms and everything set up now mm. where the guys it's a different it's a different beast even from 20 years ago let alone when you first went there Hillzo and mm. um, they, they've got all the creature comforts they need to be comfortable and and they're as I say, I think they're a really relaxed quite sort of philosophical group well led by Pat who who thinks more broadly about the world than probably I ever did. And I think that's going to help them out over there. Yeah, yeah good stuff. Hey, Gilly, really appreciate your time. Sounds like your flight's not far away from being called. Just quickly, guys, uh, coming through on Fox Sports, Aaron Finch looks set to uh, call time on a, a glittering international career. He's got a, a press conference this morning at 9.30 Queensland side uh, time, I should say. He already retired from ODIs. Uh, but it remained a skipper of the uh, T20 side, but it looks like he's about to announce his international cricket retirement. And uh, what a wonderful career it's been. Absolutely outstanding. One of the great white ball players for our country, for sure. And terrifically popular person. Everyone loves him. Everyone loves him. So well played, Finchie. Good stuff, mate. Thanks, really, Gilly. Really appreciate your time. Adam Grilkwitz there. Cheers, boys. Thanks, mate. See you later.